Thank you for tuning in to another fun episode with your favorite mouse moms, me, Jennifer, Lori. Hi. And Juliana. Hello. This week, we have a fourth to add to our group, which is always fun. We are going to welcome a special guest, Trisha Dobb, who is the author of several books about Disney, including two that we're going to talk about today, Tasting the Magic from A to Z, The Best Food and Beverages at Walt Disney World. Um, this one I'm excited about because you know me and food. <laughs> um, but we're so excited to chat with her. But before we invite her in on the chat, we were going to give you a little bit of background so that you guys know who we're talking to. You definitely need to check her out. Trisha is an author, mom, and self-proclaimed not-so-evil stepmom. I love that. Um, and food lover. So she's a mouse mom at heart. <laughs> she's the author of multiple books about Disney World um including the one we just talked about the, uh she also wrote the not so evil stepmother in the most i have that one too <laughs> the most magical <laughs> place on earth um this one's a cool one because it's about planning your disney world family vacation and she also has a five volume series of guides called the story comes alive you have that one. I'm excited to talk about that too. So um, she is also a writer for WDW Magazine. She's been visiting Disney since the 1980s when she took her first trip at three years old. I'm excited to hear about that. Um, and writing books about Disney has been the perfect excuse to visit the parks frequently, which I mean, I love a good excuse to visit Disney. <laughs> Who needs an excuse? Pretty sure you formed a whole company around. Yeah, we did. Is that what we did? That's what we did. Just so that we can go on these recon missions. That's what it. Eric thinks we did. Yeah. Not wrong. He's not, not wrong. wrong. <laughs> no, need to know basis. Um, so... Let's, are we ready? Let's yeah. welcome Trisha in. I'm excited. Yay. Hi, Trisha. Hi. Hi. Welcome. You're an honorary mouse mom, whether you like it or not, Hi. for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I will just keep that with me all day as the rest of the day goes on and I can start to like lose the magic at Disney a little bit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just just think of the mask of moms, and then you'll get some magic back, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> We're full of magic. Um, yes. Yeah. So, Lori. Yeah. So, welcome. Um, I think before we dive into our questions for you, um, we thought it'd be fun to have you share your favorite um, Disney drink. So, you're gonna do our mask cocktail today. All it's right. a mouse. It's like our initiation. I was yeah. going to do the exact same thing. <laughs> this is the initiation for honorary mouse come on. Very tough. It's like if you if you don't have one, you're not in the club. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's true. It's true. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have to. It could be a virgin cocktail if, if that's your thing. Very but yeah, you have to have a. You have to have one. Yeah. Uh, so I went with the Snow Leopard Salvation. Uh, this is a drink that is at Tiffin's and also Nomad Lounge in Animal Kingdom. Uh, I actually got to have it in 2017 when I was researching the book that Jennifer loves, um, Tasting the Magic. Uh, my husband and I did a trip, just the two of us. It was the first time we jumped just the two of us. And it, our goal was to just eat because uh, I was researching a book about food. And so our goal was to try a minimum of 50 new foods in our five-day trip. And we far exceeded that by going to Tiffin's. Like you could probably get like 10, 15 in there. Uh, Tiffin's is an amazing menu. Um, the menu itself is beautiful. I really, really wanted to like take a menu. I even asked them, can I buy one of these menus? So I'm not sure if you've seen it, but the menu is almost has this um, travel journal vibe. Yeah to it and um all the drinks are inspired by the different adventures of joe Rody and his team as they went and researched to create animal kingdom and so the snow leopard salvation is actually a drink and philanthropy in one so you're drinking and you're doing good 
for snow leopards because uh, it uses snow leopard vodka and the snow leopard vodka they actually for every sale they make a donation to help save snow leopards uh who get themselves in trouble for uh, uh attacking farm animals in communities um. in asia so so uh, to really feel good about yourself you should order more than one more you're saving yeah. snow leopard it's really <laughs> to the environment yes yeah uh, and it is dangerously tasty it kind of has a bit of like a moscow mule vibe but with a little bit more flavor um it has the snow leopard vodka pear liquor um mint lime juice and ginger beer and if i remember correctly it was served in kind of like a cool like swirly glass i know i have a picture of it somewhere um and it was like kind of a taller glass with some kind of swirl vibe to it and just beautiful and delicious and yeah, it was it was good. And the best place to have it, I think, is if you're sitting outside at Nomad Lounge, you're right on the water and they have those beautiful curtains that blow in the breeze, depending on when you're at Disney and it's breeze worthy day. Um, <laughs> you, you can very much feel like you're not in the middle of Florida. I think so, I need that, right? I like, I I like that do. you can do this in a bar setting, in a lounge, right? Because, and a Disney lounge, so it's okay to bring your kids in with you. Yeah. Because, like, for example, I've got a trip coming up with a family of picky eaters, so I don't need to have a Tiffin's reservation where the food is amazing for adventurous eaters, right? Yes. But maybe yeah. not so much for others. I don't know. Yeah, picky eaters are going to struggle. And I have to be honest, as a foodie, I'm glad that Tiffin's has kind of stayed true to what they're doing. They're like, okay, so here's the chicken nuggets. Like, no, it is very much um, all food inspired by different places. So there's food with a um, South African vibe. There's food with an Asian vibe. We had things, my husband and I are, um, have both had the amazing opportunity to travel a lot for work. So uh, for us to go somewhere, he's actually even been to Africa for work. And so for us to go somewhere and be like, I've never even heard, I don't, I'm not even sure how to pronounce some of the things on this menu um, is, is pretty tough. And Jiko is actually one of our favorite restaurants and the original chef at Tiffin's actually had come from Jiko. So um, very oh. African inspired flavors is, is what you will find at Tiffin's. And then obviously you can get an actual Tiffin, um, which is kind of what they call a specific, um, lunch container and it has different breads and sauces in it. And that one's really tasty. I would say we went to Tiffin's for dinner one time when they were doing the dinner package with the night show at animal kingdom. And we brought the kids and I, I was kind of nice to not be like, no, you can't get chicken nuggets. No, that's not on the menu. Um, so I know they did like a fish and the other one did um, like a grilled chicken, but it was, we loved the food. Loved yeah. it. I'm going to need to try it because you'd be surprised, right? When you don't present your kids with an option. Yeah. I mean, that's been my life for the last couple of years. My, you know, like there are no kids menus in Paris, nope. so at least not at restaurants where you want to eat. So you know, now they like truffle mac and cheese. And not that that's very exotic, but you get what I'm saying. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty exotic. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, um, I, I think I think I'm definitely going to have to take my family there. But until then, this drink at Nomad Lounge sounds like a perfect break from the heat of the day. Yeah, I think we're adding that to our list for our August trip. <laughs> I'm adding it's it for July. Insane. We can just go from Tusker House to a drink at Tiffin's. There you go. And it's it's really nice too. I mean, the outdoor area, I think it's just stunning. And so really pretty nice. and quiet. Yeah. And, and you don't even think about, I mean, it's really easy to kind of lose where you are. If you can get, um, there's this one wonderful table that's like really, it's as far as possible from that walkway. And now that Pandora is there, yeah. you definitely get a lot more noise and traffic than than previously. But um, it, it is just, it's just with those flowing curtains and they have low couches and, and, and it's it's really beautiful. And then obviously inside No Man Lounge is really cool. It is total tons of eye candy. Like they have um, cast members and visitors I have written notes about travel and then all along the roof, um, the roof line, there are questions about life and travel and where do you want to go? So it's basically oh. conversation starter. You don't, you don't even have to like try. It's all, you right. don't even have to like the people you're with because yeah, you can really. just, 
like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's built in conversation. That's great. Absolutely. Well, it's definitely on my bucket list. I definitely yes. need to try that one. And Jico too. I've never tried Jico. I've been to Boma. I've been to Sanaa. Yeah. But... I love Sanaa. Oh, I wrote a whole blog about how I'm like arguing that butter chicken is the single best dish. It, <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty good. I'll, I'll say, I'll when we were down one. there in January, February, and March, we didn't make reservations for there, but we did, we picked up because they were doing the pickups at the time and we went twice and it was, it was like a 20 minute drive each way. And I'm like, I don't care. Bread service okay. and butter chicken. I need both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indian, Indian sampler and, and butter chicken. Like you, these are, yeah. Musts. Yes. yes. It yeah. is. And so Juliana, to speak to your point, when I was there in 2015, which was kind of the basis of writing all the books, we had a group and we had two very picky eaters with us. Mm -hmm. And our first day, you know, we had had, had to get up at 3 a.m. to make our flight. Our room wasn't ready. And I was getting hangry. And I was like, we're going downstairs to this restaurant. We're going to eat. It was it was my second time going to Sanaa at that point. And they, too, it's not, there's not a lot of options. And these two picky eaters, the one is my older son. By the end of it, he was over, like, squished next to me eating all of my food because right. he was bored with the boring food that he had gotten. So I think it's one of those things of you're at Disney, there's a giraffe walking by. Now's the time to try something. New. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. No, kids kids are easier. Picky kids are easier than picky adults. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Yes. That's true. That's true. Yeah. All right. So anyway, this is turning into a all right? Africa Disney. We can do all Africa Kingdom. I just spent an entire episode on that. Um, but no, we are excited to talk to you about Disney and your books and your inspiration. So I guess we're gonna start from the beginning. How did you start your love for Disney? I would say actually, uh, in my first book, I have a dedication to my grandma. And um, it's she really is the the where it started. Um, it was something I, I had gone when I was three, but I don't remember. There's a postcard that my brother and I wrote that I found uh, after my grandma passed away. Um, you know how you get those boxes of stuff and you slowly go through them. And I found this like cute little postcard from the 80s. Um, and I would really say it really didn't start until the early 2000s. Um, my husband and I are a blended family. And we were like, we want to get married. The kids want to go to Disney. Let's just do that. And so uh, we had a Disney wedding in 2005. And it was, I mean, it was a beautiful, magical experience. We didn't have the carriage or anything like that. We were what was called an intimate ceremony. So we could have like a max of 13 people, which is kind of a funny story because we ended up having way more than 13 people just because of Florida rain. Um, and planning that trip, we had nine people on the trip. So planning that trip, I learned a lot. And we told the kids at the time, we'll go back for our 10 year anniversary. And you know, it's one of those things, never say that stuff unless you're going to do it because they will remember and they remembered. And so um, by that point, we had a ours. So we had our yours, mine and ours. So we were now up to a group of 11 um, with my parents. And so I was playing that trip in 2015. And when I was planning, I just realized there weren't a ton of planning resources for blended families. Everything was really kind of geared towards you know, mom and dad and their, their two kids. And we weren't that situation. And even just trying to find a DVC that can hold nine, because uh, they can't, I'll do that as we learned. Um, I, so I just learned a lot in the trip. And I, I thought like, huh, you know, I wonder if I could write a book about this. And I had read a couple of books from Theme Park Press. I sent off an idea to the publisher and said, you know, kind of seems like there might be a market for this. And he was like, great. Um, can you have 45,000 words for me by July, if I remember correctly? And I'm pretty sure it's February at this point. And I was like, wait, this is a thing. This is happening. That was not what I was thinking was going to happen. Um, and I was like, sure, I can do that. Um, got the book off to him. The process takes a long time. It's not like you know, they, they make it seem like it's like super fast. It's not. Um, and then uh, about two days after that book came out, he re the publisher reached out to me and said, hey, I like the way that you wrote about food in your book. I need a book about Disney food. And I was like, yes, sure. 
Um, I, I'll do I that research. I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> right? um, and then that was, so when Napple came out was when I allowed myself to say I'm an author. The first one I was like, that could just look. And then uh, I was finding that people kept asking me about things like, what's everything Mickey? Or, you know, what's all the bell stuff? And that's what led to the Story Comes Alive series because I was trying to make a list for a neighbor whose son is like a huge Mickey fan. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, wait, 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 I'm forgetting this thing. And I was like trying to go through each park in my hand. I was like, there's gotta be a resource for this. And I'm searching online and I'm like, oh, well, but she's going at this time and it doesn't mention any of the Christmas stuff. And there's all this Christmas stuff. And so it was like, hey, I need a book about that. And that's where that series was born. So that's kind of where it, it really, started and then moved into writing for the magazine and and a much bigger bigger thing that you know 2016 I would not have imagined at all and that's it's crazy nice. how those that that happens sometimes yeah. yeah and WDW magazine is fairly new for you is that like a newer yeah I started writing for them um I started writing for them. I think it was March last year. Um, the, the way that the publication schedule works, you know, you're working a few months in advance. So I'm in like a Halloween mindset when I'm writing for them, which is just really weird because it's been yeah. like five degrees here. Um, <laughs> yeah, my my editor always jokes like she spends the entire month of like August and in um, or September and October thinking about Christmas. And by the time Christmas comes, she's like, I'm done. She's sick um, of it. <laughs> I don't want to think about Christmas anymore. Um, so yeah, so I started writing from them in March and then my first article was in their uh, July edition. That's really awesome. exciting. So they're, they're an amazing team to work with. I, I have so much fun. I got to meet some of them in um, November of last year, which was really, really exciting. So I'm hoping that we get to, they try to do like an annual holiday party at Disney World, obviously. Yeah. I'm hoping that this year all the Canadian folks can come because <laughs> um, last year we had like this much of a team because uh, there was a hurricane in Florida and none of the folks outside the U.S. could come. Yeah. So yeah. COVID. <laughs> I'm super impressed that when you just back to the to the book for a second. I'm I'm impressed that when you started writing this list for your friends, that you your first action was to just do it from memory and then think there should be something online for this. <laughs> and I've been impressed just you know through looking at the books and, and talking with you just with how much you just know in detail off the top of your head, where does that knowledge come from? Uh, some of it, so I would say that when I started writing the food book, I realized that I didn't want to just do like a typical dining guide of it's this kind of food, this is the menu, this is the price. Like those those exist and 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 they're great. And that is what a lot of people need. I wanted to to bring something else to it. I wanted to take people into the experience of being in be our guest. What it's like when you're walking in there for the first time. Um, like we were talking earlier with the snow leopard salvation, you know, going and sitting outside and having that breeze, like really taking people into into that piece. But to do that you have to experience it. Um, it. It's it's hard to bring somebody there when you yourself haven't been there. And so um, when I started, so when I when I worked on Tasting the Magic, I even got the opportunity to interview a couple of chefs, which was so cool. Like one guy, I just accosted him on a bus. I was like, wait, you're a Disney chef. I'm going to bug you now. Um, <laughs> And it's, it's one of those things that none of them were scheduled interviews. None of them were, it was, you know, just the kindness and wonderfulness of cast members who are excited to talk about what they're passionate about. Um, but with the Story Comes Alive series, I knew I had to, I was determined to have it be comprehensive. And I have to tell you, um, my Disney bestie who I met through this whole process, and she actually has two books about Disneyland food. And I'm so proud of her. Um, there were multiple times I would be texting her, calling her, crying, like, I can't do it. Every time I get it done, they change something, and now I got to go back and do it. And she's like, just get it done, and then you can always change it. She's like, but if you get it all there, then it's so much easier. But the hard part was getting it all there. And so some of it was going um, and really just looking around and paying attention to details that I would say I had easily missed. Um, I watched 
more resort tours of multiple because um, realistically for me i don't live in i don't live in florida so i can't go it would take me like 23 vacations to even, like tour a resort in the level of detail some of the locals do so it was a lot of watching things online watching every parade um from four five six angles to kind of see like okay who might i be missing that might be might be in here and then also just seeing what other people post because Disney always sprinkles that little bit of magic that's unexpected. And so it's making sure that I watch all of that and try to let people know, Hey, these are some other things that have been undone before. Um, always ask a cast member, you know, tips on that type of thing. So it, that's really where a lot of it comes from. It's just going and paying a ton of attention to detail. I know now more of what to look for, um, mm -hmm. which which helps. And, and then also having just a network of amazing Disney fans that will tell me stuff. Um, you know, I'll ask a question, uh -huh. really get emails. Hey, heads up, here's something else you need to change in your book. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> yay, thanks. Thanks for the feedback. <laughs> With all your experience and connections, then, um, I, I have questions about like some of your favorite things, right? You guys interested in that? I am. Like, yeah, what, what is your? Well, we talked about Tiffins and Sanaa. So, what is your favorite of all time restaurant where you've been able to eat at Disney World? And if there was one where you haven't eaten yet but want to, what's that? That's so hard because I feel like character meals are their own category. This yeah. is true. This yeah, is true. That is so much of an experience. And then you have. You, you can give a double answer. Yeah. You can give a double answer. Okay. Because <laughs> um, I feel like there's there's ones I want to go to, just my husband and I. And then there's ones that I want to take every person that goes to Disney needs to go. I, 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 I think I have to say Sanaa. Here's why. Because okay. um, I've been to Sanaa now five times. And every time I've gone, I've taken somebody who had no idea what was going on. The first time I didn't, I was actually a work dinner for like for my day job. And this, this, this person and I, one, we got dropped off at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So then we had to hoof it over to Kimberani Village, having no idea what we were doing. We're like in bushes and stuff. <laughs> so you get there crazy. You're like, yeah, is this? Like, this might be good. Yeah, with trees in our hair. Yeah, it was, um, like safari, going on safari before you eat. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because it was this person that that like we were trying to partner with at work, and so I like kind of needed to impress them, and I'm like, hey, by the way, let's go walk, you know, a third of a mile outside in the Florida. In Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really not working with them, right? But it was so funny because by the end of the dinner, we had walked outside and we realized, wait a second, is that a zebra? We is that a draft? So we were on that second level um, lookout area. Yeah. And we literally ended up like running through the hotel, looking at window after window to try to see what animals we could find. And as you all know, that is a long hallway. Like, mm -hmm. It keeps going and going and yes. going. Um, so, but I feel like every time I've taken someone there, they just really loved it. I mean, that first time that giraffe walks by and I think there is that little second, you're like, I'm at Disney, is that real? You know, it's an, oh, it's an animatronic. <laughs> um, and then the food, the, the people, uh, it's one of the things I love so much about Animal Kingdom Lodge and in Kandani Village, especially, is most of the folks are locals. Um, you know, they, they are excited and interested to hear your story. Um, they have their own. That's why I always ask. I always ask, you know, what do you suggest that I drink or what do you suggest? What's your favorite thing in the menu? Because you have these these folks that um, for some for some people, this is their first time in the U.S. Um, and they love to talk to you as much as they that you would love to hear stories from them. So I, I, I think it has to be that because the food is amazing. Um, the the drinks are made the atmosphere you just can't beat i mean the light fixtures all the details that they put into it are, are just incredible so i think i probably would have to go with sanaa but well, a strong cool. route for me is the snow white storybook uh dinner have you done that yet or no yes so that's on, that's at the top of my list for character meals I was gonna say i love artist point i loved i they they that one needs to come back sooner than later Fingers so how's the food there, Trisha? Like, what's the the character interaction I'm, I hear is good. 
Yeah. So the, this is why I love it the most of any character meal. All the food is themed. Everything is themed. Yeah. From mm -hmm. the appetizers through your entrees, there's a little there's a little huckleberry pie. There's a dessert that looks like a little apple. They do this. I don't want to give anything away. There's a thing with a box. Let's just say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it all of it is beautiful themed. I love how they have the twinkling lights up in the ceiling. Um, and we, we just had the best time. So I was meeting the evil queen, which as a, a not-evil stepmother, like she and Lady Tremaine are like the ladies. Um, <laughs> and I was like, you know, you're not my hero, but I feel like like we have this connection. You don't know about but i'm excited about it um but as i was meeting her they had music playing and like dopey comes over and he's like dancing and i'm like oh dopey's dancing and so we have <laughs> of dopey dancing and i'm like ah. and she's just like you know <laughs> children and so the whole thing is just uh wonderful that the cast member that we had that waited on us was so excited about where it was and just so into it um and I, I also like when you get to meet kind of off the beaten path characters, the fact that you're meeting Snow White, Grumpy, Dopey, and the Evil Queen. It's not another princess meal, which yeah. not, not to say that that's, that's not okay, but um, I have other places that I prefer to meet the princesses that I think you have better experiences, better backdrops, you know, kind of more beautiful spaces. Um, and so that's why I, I just, that one was, was so great. It was, and, one. and honestly, I was yeah. there in February and the world blew up like the next, like in the next two weeks. So I think that it also holds a little bit of a special place in my heart for that reason. It was the last night of our trip. Um, my friend had run the princess marathon um, and, or the half marathon. And it was just the, the perfect ending to a, a great trip. And the space is beautiful and but the and it's in the Wilderness Lodge, which is beautiful, stunning, and yeah. I love it. So gorgeous to walk around. Yeah, yeah, that is a winner. All right. Say, I All right, you can stay. That. That's yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about snacks? Do you have yeah. a favorite snack? I mean, meals. I think I agree with you. If somebody asked me to tell them my favorite Disney restaurant, it's really hard to narrow it down. I think I don't know. I think snacks might be even harder. I don't know. What do you think? What is? Do you have a favorite? I'm trying to think if we, if we told you, you can go, we're going to send you to Disney tomorrow, right. but you can only eat one thing. Oh. And it has to be a snack, though. It yeah, has to snack. be a snack. Because like, I'm not paying for a meal for you. I can transport butter chicken somehow. Like, I feel like it would change depending on the day, right? Like, if I was going tomorrow, it would have to be the ice cream brioche thing. Oh, God, I know you're so not good. asking me. I know that we're asking Trisha, but... <laughs> <laughs> but you're but gonna I tell us anyway. Give her some time to think. Or is Disney that in World. Paris? That no. is in Paris in Epcot. Okay, so I was gonna say I was like, they have brioche. No, in Epcot in in France. In Epcot. Not, it's um, not here. He, now you're throwing the Epcot countries in there, and that's almost not fair. That's an answer in and of itself, frankly. If you want to <laughs> say Epcot countries, that is fair. Yeah. My favorite snack is Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Janet, there's a meme for you. You got to make a meme. My favorite That's a snack. shirt. That's another t-shirt. Let's go. My favorite snack is Epcot. Right. Yeah. I'm on it. Are you putting that? I'm putting this one. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. I'm right? trying. It's hard. You should put it on Tea Public. My favorite snack is Epcot. Yes. Okay. I think... So I'm actually more of a savory person than sweet, but those beignets at Port Orleans French Quarter, when uh, you are at the end of a long day, at the end of a long day, there is nothing better than like covering yourself with powdered sugar with those beignets. Yes, like, yes, it, yeah. That I've every time we've stayed at Port Orleans, that has that I, I think if I'm like consistent snacks besides like popcorn and things like that, but I feel like I can't say that. Yeah. Um, Although if it's nostalgic for you, if like you always have to have a Dole Whip, me, then that's fair. Yeah. I always have the Mickey pretzel. Like yeah. that is. That's Jen's must have. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, it's a must-have that I did not do on my last trip because my kids were not cooperative. <laughs> and my kids were so ex so excited to visit all the food booths at Flower and Garden. So I'll give them that. And I, I, don't too I don't care about the kids. I have to go get the, the cheeseburger <laughs> egg rolls from Adventureland done. I don't care. The kids, I'm like, you go wherever you want to go. I'm getting the egg rolls. Yeah. Those look so good. I had those for the first time when I was there in February because I um I did a trip. Um, it was just uh my friend and I, and um, in the great part, she's a total foodie too. So we just, how is it that two grown women ended up at four character breakfasts? <laughs> oh yeah, we straight up did four character meals, and we were kind of like not all of them were planned. Some of them were, um, and we were like, this is this has just been the best vacation ever. Um, but uh, she's nothing like a girl's trip. Yeah, it was. We we were both deathly afraid of heights, and we wrote we were trying to get from Epcot to Hollywood, and we were like, we're gonna walk, never mind. And, and then we were like, no, we'll go on the Skyliner. And literally, she and I were both like, oh, and thankfully we were in there with these three lovely ladies that coached us through the whole process. <laughs> Actually, needing to get off at a resort, but they helped us. Like they're like, we'll just come with you to Hollywood and help you navigate because we're concerned. <laughs> Oh no! So it's safe to say you did not go on the Tower of Terror on that oh, trip. No, no, that's different. Oh, okay. I'm different. Fall. My son's <laughs> petrified of the Skyliner, especially when it goes over the water Aww. when you head to Art of Animation. Petrified. Aww. And I, we laugh at him, and then my son's like, "It's gonna drop! It's gonna drop!" It, it doesn't help. Um, but yeah, it. <laughs> The Skyliner's different. Tower of Terror, you're like, you know, you're not looking straight down. You're not. Do like, you have a favorite attraction? Yeah. I I would say Space Mountain. And so, Jen, when you were saying on your last trip, you didn't have a Mickey pretzel. Like, I feel like if you have those things you're supposed to do and you don't do it, your, your trip feels like slightly broken. Like, yes. Wait a second! I didn't do that thing, and I, I didn't go to Space Mountain, and I was in Magic Kingdom, and I I chose Haunted Mansion over Space Mountain because I was there for Villains Night, and I was bonding as Bowler Hat guy, and it was like I have to have a picture on Haunted Mansion bonding. It's Bowler a reasonable Hat. choice for Villains Night. Yeah. It is. It no is. one can blame you for that. No, no but I hear you. Me. It makes it makes it not complete. Yeah. I'm that way with um. With the uh, pirates, I need pirates every trip. Big Thunder, yeah. yeah see, I have space and splash. It's both. I love space. So, how are you feeling about the splash change? Oh, oh, it's <laughs> a sore subject. It's it's not pretty. Um, I'm not happy. Um, so I don't. I'm not. I have three boys, so they're shoving princesses on my splash mountain. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> So oh, she's a cool princess. I'm excited. I don't care. Just cool princess. leave Splash Mountain alone. Just leave it alone. Go after Big Thunder. Just leave what it alone. You, what would you theme Big Thunder after? I don't know. I mean, Splash Mountain just <laughs> screams Piata. Aren't you sorry you brought it up? Now Lori and I are going to go at it for the next year. We're going to go at it. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> So anyway, um, is this civil discussion among friends? There's no civil discussion. I'm done with it. Oh my gosh, we've got we've got some feelings. Favorite resort? I was gonna say I have the Splash Mountain characters up on the stuffed animals up on the shelf. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's because you're crazy about Splash Mountain. I am. I am a little crazy. My kids have the same love for it though. And I told them what they're changing. They're changing it to Tiana. And they're like, no, why? But you haven't even seen the movie. What? The Princess and the Frog. I've seen it. Oh, you have? Yeah, I've seen it a few times. Nah. Oh. Moving on. <laughs> you know where I think the Princess and the Frog should have a huge present is Port or A huge presence is Port Orleans. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. Go over there. One of my favorite resorts. Do you have a favorite? <laughs> Port Orleans French Quarter. Ah, I'm with you. I, so nice, right? I need to come back. So it's yeah. so small and the grounds are stunning. Like yeah. just so pretty. And 
it's it's, it's um, quiet quiet you can take the boat to disney springs there's yeah. never you're not in a situation where you're like i'm gonna battle 17 people to get on this bus you know there's no pushing grandmas out of the way at the bus stop before. or walking three miles at the end of the day to get back to your room when you're already tired i love yeah. that resort i miss it so much why are they not bringing their back I and see their... i think it's the combination people love the resort plus you have the beignets there and i'm really i'm like you better get ready when that resort opens like you better have them thousands and thousands and thousands pre-made because there's going to be a line out the door i think it's not that good if they're pre-made by the thousands though that's gonna be my guess they gotta figure it out man because that's all i've heard from people is that they're like well where can we get them and i'm like i'm sorry it's only at point, but it's not open i'm like no i'm sorry it's like, I can't help so, you. There's other fried delights, but not that. But there's not that. <laughs> um, the other thing that I, oh, you were just saying something that was making me think the other thing that I really love about it. And it's just totally exciting. About French Quarter. Yeah. I love that it's so small. I love that you don't have to walk so much at the end of your day. Yeah. I like that I it's a double it, resort it. too. So you have Riverside and French Quarter there. So when you stay at French Quarter, you have the tiny, but if you want to walk along, you can. Cause I stayed at Riverside. And I love but, that walkway. Yeah, too. the walkway's gorgeous. The two? Yeah. It's really pretty. I like the boat, that. the boat to the boat to um Disney Springs. You're right. I love that so much. When we stayed there, we so stayed there um over the Christmas holidays and there was actually a singing group that was staying there and they were practicing. So they were gonna be performing over oh. I, I think they were I don't know if they were performing at Disney Springs or Magic Kingdom, I can't remember. But it was so beautiful to like and they were right outside the lobby. So, you know, when you um go through the doors to to go into like the, the courtyard on the other side of the lobby, they were in a half circle there and you know, there was all this the, the Christmas lights and the trees oh. and the this doesn't feel real. Like, it's magical. <laughs> it's I love that. Yeah, I love that. Wonderful. I miss that so much. It needs to come back. I had a bus driver, a Magical Express bus driver once say, you know, welcome to Port Orleans, the, the moderate that feels like a deluxe. And I'm like, yep. Yeah. So true. Totally. It's one of true. It's one of the most popularly booked resorts. Mm -hmm. And it really hurts in that moderate category to not have that resort, those two resorts there. As an option. Um, yeah, as an option. And it's it's gotta it's gotta come. <laughs> Another thing I would say about it, um, and this is something that I, I try to advise, advise people when they're thinking about their resort, because I think so much we lean towards, you know, go to something like Animal Kingdom, go, oh, contemporary or, you know, some of those. But those are destination resorts. Um, besides the beignets, Port Orleans ain't pulling people in. So you can get away from the crowds. You can yeah. take away from all of that. And mm -hmm. that's not, especially now that the Skyliner is on some of the resorts that were kind of like that before, Yeah, where, you know, you're going to have a lot more people traipsing through Caribbean, Caribbean beach that weren't before. Um, right. Animation's always been a destination resort. Cause you're like, I want to go see the giant Mr. Ray. Um, but it, that, that is one of the things with that resort is I feel like it's maintained that kind of, you can get away from it. People really aren't, people that aren't staying there aren't coming there. Except, right. except so, for the beignets. <laughs> except for the beignets. I do think people make that trip. Um, I do. So do you have any bucket list resorts or items or things that you haven't done yet that you really want to do? Is there a resort where you really want to stay that you haven't or a um, meal like at Victoria and Albert's? <laughs> you know what? Victorian Alberts is definitely on the list. My my husband and I um have kind of joked like, why haven't we done that yet? Um, I can tell you exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a commitment. It's a commitment. Um, it's jaw dropping. Is it? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Is it's just like, and it's interesting because I I had I remember when my first book came out and someone was like, how can you say the food at Disney is amazing? They don't have any Michelin stars, and I'm like, Michelin isn't in Orlando. So <laughs> we did. Because I live in between Milwaukee and Chicago. 
And there are incredible restaurants in Milwaukee. They don't Michelin. It's not a Michelin star city. So you can only have a Michelin star restaurant when you're in it. I had no idea. Actually, I didn't know that about Orlando. I didn't know that. Yeah, so Orlando is not, Milwaukee's not. There's a couple of other, you know, like obviously Chicago, New York. Um, they both are, I think, San Francisco. So there's another city in California that's kind of got a big culinary scene that isn't. So but it, you know it absolutely would likely have one if they they could but yeah it's it's on the list um it's very much the kind of way that we love to eat when we're you know, splurging and uh we love to do yeah. like a prefix menu where yeah. you, know, you don't you're, you know you're at the liberty of the chef and um yeah. i also just love this story i don't know if you all have watched the show victoria on pbs uh -uh. um but it's really neat because one of the episodes they showed where um, Albert was actually building the building that was going to house the World's Fair. And that was the inspiration for the Crystal Palace in right. um, Magic Kingdom. Right. So it's kind of neat to see that, like, Victoria and Albert, you know, other connections with, with Disney. But, yeah, that's on the list. Um, my husband's always wanted to stay in the A-frame at Contemporary. Uh, that one I'm like, uh. I, you know, okay. I'm with you, Trisha. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, again, destination resorts, and now you're dealing. I'd rather stay at Bay Lake, have all the benefits of that, but nobody's traipsing through my hotel for any reason. Mm -hmm. um, yes. It's true. Like the monorail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Traipsing yeah, through your resort. resort. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I would say, actually, most of my bucket list stuff is I, I want to get to Disneyland. Um, it, yeah, you need to. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah, and it's. I love the idea of you know that it is smaller. Obviously, all the history. Um, they have that those new cool rooms in the California. Um, I know I'd probably end up in like a Marvel room if we went to Paris. <laughs> you know, I've got superhero and Star Wars pants. Um, oh, I that hotel is supposed to be spectacular. Yeah. It opens in ten days. Okay. The Marvel Hotel in Paris. Is that what you were mentioning? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is my kids would totally stay in a room that themes. The husband's like, because I had always wanted to stay at Art of Animation. And so I was so glad when I went with my girlfriend, like, I was like, can we stay at Art of Animation, please? And she's like, it's got like the major theming. <laughs> yeah. I just really liked that. Well, I loved how in the shower we were in one of the car suite we got really lucky they were so nice to us and put us in it we had booked a little mermaid room and they put us in a car suite but um i love that there's little bubbles all over the shower tiles you know? <laughs> and, then, and then the little mermaid one it looks like her cave in there you know it's yeah. those details that disney doesn't have to do that they do that they're so. genius yeah <laughs> they're really yeah, genius absolutely. i love it but all I the excellent part i really want to visit um, I mean, Disney Sea just looks the parades, even. I'm not a big yeah. person, but those parades in, in Japan and just all the stuff that I've seen and read about. Uh, Their just, food looks cool, too. Everything looks yeah. so beautiful. Go like, like, too beautiful to eat. Yeah. 17 versions, 17 different flavors of popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, please. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I, I love I love how too the the popcorn carts are themed, um, and just those it, it just seems you know so much detail put into it and you know and there's things about I, I, this the castle in Shanghai be able to see that garden yeah. I love yeah. it. that one looks beautiful yeah I want to do all the Asian parks they look amazing and it's I see a new book in your future. <laughs> <laughs> We, we've joked about trying to do something where it's like maybe in like one year, try to visit all of them. Um, I mean, if you need a collaborator. Right? Yes. yes. Or somebody help me with paying attention to all the details. Yes. And that is the hard part is that um, it does take a couple of visits. So you start to discover those other things. Yeah, it really, truly, yeah. it yes. is hard when you, um, your first visit to sort of really get all of it. Well, I think it's like the shock first, right? Like you're like, oh my God, and you get overwhelmed and you're like, and this and this and this. And, you know, right. even at Walt Disney World, you know, once you slow down and you've been there so many times, yeah. then you're like, okay, right. now let me see the other stuff I haven't seen. Well, I think exactly. that's what we're always saying. Like, 
the reason we're able to go to Disney World so much is because every time we go, we're seeing something new. We're noticing something we never noticed before. And they're changing it all the time. So there literally is always something new for us to see, right. even when we go so frequently, which... Yeah. Um, which which well, leads to my why. next question, Trisha. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite hidden gem that you might not have noticed had you not stopped to smell the roses? Um. There's a number of, because I had to, to find all of them for the books. Um, and in some cases, it was scouring to find anything um, because there are some, especially when um, I worked on the, the classics book. So for this one, um, this is where, sorry, I'm trying to get it. There we go. Um, so for this one, this is where you have a lot of the movies. It's not the princesses. It's not the, the well, it was Fab Five, now Sensational Six. But um, these are, you have movies that maybe aren't, have as much lore and as as much Disney. And so something like Fox and the Hound, which uh, was like one of those quintessential that I thought of when I was a kid. And mm -hmm. so we started like really digging into, in some cases, really see, try to find, is there anything? Or is there some small little homage? Or maybe at a certain time of year, um, will you will you find something and i think one thing that jumped out at me that i really loved and i didn't realize this is that uh the popcorn cart in Fantasyland is actually um named after bell's dad and actually has like a maurice kind of vibe to it and you wouldn't know it by looking oh, at kind it of like the oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. or whatever yeah if you go and like look at it really closely, you'll see, you know, there are some little touches like that. And it's I love that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I love that stuff. I love that. Um, I'm trying to think of a couple of other ones that stood out. Um, the, they have like uh, subtly themed stuff for Frozen at the bakery in Norway. Just like oh. a little bit, because there's not like a frozen meal or character meal, right? Or mm -hmm. that, right. You know? But they but they do a nice job. I, I mean, I like when a pet, uh, when the countries get just a little bit in, just do those like slight homages because it's gonna taste good. Um, sometimes I think the theme stuff gets a little like it's more about what it looks like than how it tastes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like it, when Epcot does it, they do it right. Um, I'm yes, they do. Else, there was something at a resort that I saw that I, I was so like shocked and just like overjoyed by. Um, I don't know if they do this anymore, but there was a few years where at the all-star resorts, they did a wreath decorating contest for the cast members. And so the cast members were able to take like their favorite movie or character and do a wreath for that and it's it's just those kinds of things where you can find these like wonderful touches that that you know that reminder of like these cast members are fans too um, yeah i really love those types of things i don't know if they do I, with the pandemic who the heck knows what's gonna come yeah. back or not but hopefully exactly something like that back like like the easter eggs that they do at some of the deluxe resorts um where you get to see a cast member show your love for Disney. It, mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. One of my favorite things about Disney, like I said earlier, I, I'm just super impressed with all the little details you can rattle off the top of your head. Um, Yes. I guess, yeah, that's I guess crazy. I have a little bit of that gift, but but I am still impressed. <laughs> I know. So do you have? Oh, I really let her down. That was not. No. <laughs> not at all. That I think you'll appreciate. So in the lobby of Saratoga Springs, they have portraits of all the horses that are in the different Disney movies, and so there are some. I knew that. You know why I knew that. <laughs> Um, I knew that because I live near Saratoga Springs. That's where I live. So, but I haven't been to that resort in probably 10 years. And Juliana and I are staying there in August. So that's really cool. I'm excited to see that because I never noticed that before. But I, yeah. yeah, very cool. It's one of those things that honestly, it's like I'll like get a, you know, some sort of video or like see something or someone will say something. I'll be like, wait, 
okay, I, and if I can't visually see something that was in the last two years, and I, that's why I'm big on video versus photo, because anyone can docker a photo. Right. Um, but yeah, so then I'll like have to go, okay, I gotta go reconnaissance and make sure, is it one, is it still there? Because, you know, Saratoga went under that big re reno, and I was like, okay, yeah. hopefully they didn't get rid of it, and I got to see it um, in November last year. Oh, I'm um, excited to see that. Very cool. Yeah. I love cool. that. So, so what is on, what's, that's exactly what I was going to say. What is next? What's on the table? What are you doing? What are you working on? Well, so, um, so Story Comes Alive is uh, supposed to be a five book series. Um, three came out, pandemic hit. The fourth mm -hmm. one had been written um, and this with the publisher, but smartly, you know, with the possible worst thing I could have done pandemic was like let's put out a guide to Disney when they're not doing meet and greets and they're not you know basically a lot of the things right. character meals uh, um so it's still kind of yet to be seen will it what what the new normal will right be? so you have yeah. to sort of wait to see how it all works yeah so the next book is um Pixar and Marvel um or no sorry bleh. The next book is uh, Modern Magic. So it's movies uh, 2000 and after. So Disney movies 2000 and after and Pixar. Awesome. And I was actually literally thinking the other day, of, oh, yeah, this needs to change. Oh, yeah, this needs to change. So I need to pull the manuscript back from the publisher, change it again. Um, I think this one has probably been changed eight times now. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's part of it because they, you know, Rivers of Light is gone. Um, yeah. Um, can't remember there were a couple of other like bigger things that that um Disney took away so and I I, I need to add soul into it. Um, oh, yeah. yeah and they have a really beautiful exhibit at American Adventure for Soul. Um yeah we just saw that it's so nice. Is it yeah, yeah they didn't it was have really it. nice. Okay. Well that hopefully whole, it'll I stick around for a while because I it mean, should, hopefully. It should. Yeah. They haven't announced when they were taking it down. So no. it was really well, pretty. I think especially that there's like whole parts of the world that haven't been able to come. Yeah. So it would be great to like leave it up until they all get to I think so too. I think that's their thinking with everything these days, like the 50th anniversary. That's why it's going to be 18 months because we need yeah. to give everybody a chance to come, you know? <laughs> well, uh, they do. The 25th went on, or I think slightly over, because I have a map from January of the following year, the 25th. When was the 25th? Why can't I do my math? Was That was 96, right? <laughs> so I have a map from January of 98, and I still had the pink balloon castle on it. So that, we'll see. That monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that, big, that big mistake. I still remember I, I went in college and I still remember walking in and being like, is it always like this? Like yep. they take yeah. the other one out? Like, what is this? And you know, there was no Instagram and that. Like you didn't you didn't have any and I felt so bad for these people that were like, I'm taking my family to Disney, I've saved up my whole life, and what is this thing? What is this thing? <laughs> But I feel like we didn't we didn't think that at the time. At the time, we're like, "Oh, this is cool! It's a cake! Yay!" And now we're like, "Oh, it's kind of like um, leisure suits and bell bottoms." Oh my gosh! <laughs> Track suits, rolling our pants. You know. I mean, if it's like leisure suits and bell bottoms, it means it's going to come back. Does it all come back? We don't want it to come back, though. <laughs> No. I just, I, just no. I still remember though being by a family. I, I think they may have been from Japan, and just the look of astonishment and not in a happy way <laughs> on the mom's face. Until she was kind of like, This isn't uh, either. Maybe, maybe that was Candyland. That's what maybe it that like. was Disney's brilliant like plan to get people to come back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to see it, it in normal times. It looked exactly yeah. like Candyland, and I'm sure like anytime a family goes there, like I want a family picture in front of the castle, and you show up to like a Candyland castle, and you're like, I'm sorry, what? I will <laughs> tell you though, any picture I have from that point, I was like, I know exactly when that is. Yep. Yeah, that's true. What do you Disney does? Yeah. When was it? It was like 97, 96 ish. Yeah. 
Yeah. They put it up in 96 for the 25th. So right. in October of 96. And then it was there all through 97 and then the beginning of 98. And then I think they took it down. I think it was like February or March of 98. Bizarre. And then this year they had the, the, memorial magic band designed like it didn't they yeah they had they had a magic band designed just like it yeah. um which i'm like really guys did we anyone buy it the <laughs> were hilarious like some people were like i hated that castle so much i have to buy this magic band. that's true yeah that finger on the pulse of like you know that like oh it's there's nostalgia there it doesn't have to be pretty nostalgic yeah. <laughs> right right those are nostalgia in all its, it's all its forms that's, um, i mean that's how it is for all of us right we yeah. just um we just we we all sort of glom onto something and, yeah. and uh, are obsessed with it Absolutely. so for some people that brings back memories they want to cherish and have it a magic band yeah. <laughs> I, can't I remember that castle. I have a postcard that I got when I was there, so and I was so happy when I found it. Like, I am not losing it. This did exist, <laughs> right? It is hard to believe. for so for our listeners, if you haven't seen the 25th anniversary castle, Google an image yep. because it is almost hard to believe it was a real thing. It yes. is. It is so cartoonish frankly and disney's not really cartoonish ironically so if you give yeah. me one second i can i have a map with it and how did they do that oh too? do you yeah she said she has a map with it on it all right so for oh, our oh it was there like it is. an overlay yeah oh there it is it's awful <laughs> it's really it, it does really look like Candyland. Candyland. and it's not even like when did wreck it ralph come out like 2010 yeah after that. way oh, yeah. after that yeah, it's literally Candyland, but now now looking at it, it's like it is overlays on top of the castle. Yeah, it, I think it was awful. like it looked like balloons, but I, don't, I obviously it wasn't balloons because you it can't. It looks like spray foam insulation. <laughs> so maybe, maybe maybe today's mousketeer should be Disney. Don't do that again. Right? Yeah. Enough said. Disney, this mousketeer is for you, Bob. No, we know you listen. And don't do that again. Right. The mouse tip for our listeners will be pretty easy, right? This one's easy this week. Go check out Trisha's books. You can find them on Amazon and we'll post the link on our blog and our social media pages. And um, right and down there at the bottom of your screen. Oh, there it is. Look at yes. that. If you're watching us on YouTube, look at that. Fancy. We're so professional. We are fancy. Until we <laughs> said that. Yeah. <laughs> Trisha is graciously graciously offering our listeners an opportunity to purchase signed copies of her book at an amazing price of two for $22. Trisha, can you please tell our listeners how they can take advantage of this awesome offer? So don't go to Amazon because they don't, they don't do the sale. Um, so <laughs> you can reach out to me on Instagram and on Instagram, I'm at not so evil underscore Disney stepmom. Um, I'm also on Facebook. You can just uh, search on my name on Facebook or author Trisha Dobb. And then I also uh, can be reached via email and it's uh, not so evil Disney books at gmail.com. And yeah. we'll post all of that on our social media today as well, so that everybody can easily find you. Awesome. Um, so and we also awesome. have books. Yep. Go ahead. No, no, you do it, Jen. You do it. No, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Jen and I are on the same wavelength today. We keep trying to say the same stuff. So we're also super lucky to have uh, two signed books that we're going to be giving away. So check out our uh, posts coming in our Facebook group, Disney Planning and Chat by Mouse Moms. For details about how to enter that, it is not too late. Um, it, the contest closes tomorrow. So that's Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern. And we'll announce the winners during our live show right in the Facebook group at 11. So go ahead and get your uh, names in the hat for that. And we will find out Thursday at 11. And it was these two, right? Yep. These are the yes. Two. Yep. yep. It's those two. And if you guys visit our Facebook group, you'll see a post already that says. So can you hold on one more time just so I can see to make sure? I just want to read it for the people who are not watching, but just listening. Yes. So it's the story comes alive and uh, tasting the magic from A to Z, the best food and beverage at Walt Disney World. So those are the two. There are so many others that are great. You can check out the list as well. But those are the two that we are raffling. So, or yeah, raffling. give it given away. Give it away. 
giving away. Not selling tickets. No, no tickets. No tickets. Well, thank you for spending another episode with us. Thank you, Trisha, for joining us. This was so much fun. We always love to have an honorary mask mom and you are in it for life, whether you like it or not. So welcome. (laughs) Um, We want to know from our listeners, have you had a chance yet to read any of Trisha's books? Um, Share your thoughts with us. And if you haven't read them yet, let us know which one you're most excited about. Visit our Facebook group for the latest news out of Disney. Don't forget to visit our blog at Mouskamoms with an S blog.com. Join our group at on Facebook at Disney Planning and Chat by, by Mouskamoms. And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening and having a drink with us this week. Tune in every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for new episodes. Mouska Moms are avid travel enthusiasts and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website kingdomandcruise.com and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. These traveling moms are signing off. And remember... Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Now it's time to say goodbye. To all our company, here I see. See you real soon. Why? Because we like you. M O U.